0: Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy. We're up to episode 20. Our goal is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. We appreciate you listening. A special podcast this week tying into our big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal The Amazon Effect, how taxpayers are funding Amazon's disruption of the U.S. economy. It's a six-month-long effort by all 40 of our Business Journal newsrooms around the country to dig into Amazon's efforts to establish distribution and fulfillment centers and how they worked with local governments to secure at least $1.24 billion in taxpayer-funded incentives. It was a big project with a lot of details. Today, I talk with John Weil, the chief content officer at our parent company, American City Business Journals. Also, the leader of the Amazon project, ACBJ's director of editorial research and analysis, Craig Douglas, and Wichita Business Journal managing editor, Bill Wilson. After this
1: Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal Biz Talk Podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best visit equitybank.com napkin stories.
0: Here are some of the numbers. Subsidies and incentives have helped Amazon build more than 257 distribution and fulfillment facilities. They've amassed a real estate portfolio of more than one and a half million square feet, and they employ hundreds of thousands of workers in 33 states. I asked Chief Content Officer John Weil where the idea for an Amazon project like this came from.
2: What makes uh, the business journals so powerful is is our impact on the local level, and um, one of the things we were seeing happening in a lot of our local business journals um, was reporting around a project Toto or Project Iron or Project Watchtower, and they were these secret projects coming into into a city, and we're trying to figure out what it was, and then um, you know as as the deal. Uh, you know, became more clear it it was Amazon that was behind it. And so, um, you know, one of the things we do at the national level is try to connect dots uh, for all of our local newsrooms. And uh, this was one that uh, Craig Douglas noticed and, um, you know, said there's probably something bigger here. And, um, you know, how can we uh, get all of our uh, reporting resources across our 40 newsrooms to, uh, you know, bubble something up uh, into a national project?
0: Then how does it go from idea to coming up with a plan to actually execute
2: this is obviously where where you utilize technology to uh, organize your troops and so um, you know we did it uh, you know through um, Microsoft SharePoint which is similar to like a Google Drive, um, Google Sheets, and so we uh, were able to create some common documents for everybody to see and edit, and then we used webinars to communicate and obviously email. Um, so I think while we did this for our project, I think a lot of other businesses out there could could maximize um, you know, the idea of having bureau or satellite offices to work together, and I think that was probably the thing I was most proud of was, was watching so many of our reporters and editors um, you know, chime in and, and be able to add value to this larger national puzzle that we were um, ultimately able to shape because of all of the great reporting done locally.
0: What were the questions that you knew had to be asked?
2: I think it's interesting what Amazon has been able to do. And so um, to me it was, uh, you know, we were trying to figure out the velocity at which they were going. Um, you know, they've been able to just so rapidly expand um, really over the last five years. And and so that was something we tried to really wrap our heads around and then just the incentives vary so much from every different um, fulfillment or distribution or sortation center. Um, And some of those were easy to quantify and some of those were really, really difficult to quantify. Um, Amazon also, you know, they're making very public the bidding for HQ2. But a lot of these deals, uh, you know, as they're coming together, they're happening so quickly and in in such a secretive manner um, that it's tough to pull out some of this information. So um, I think it was trying to to put all of the pieces together, I think when we first talked about this, we're like, oh, I bet you, you know, maybe they've gotten $500 million in incentives or $750 million. Uh, and then you start seeing just, well, you got $30 million over here and $5 million over here. And, and these are just in the, the things we were able to um, quantify. So uh, I think those were the big things were, were the, the speed, velocity, angle, and just how much are we talking about here.
0: They really do disrupt markets as they, as they go through.
2: To be clear here, Amazon is not doing anything illegal. This is the framework that. Our our governments, uh, you know, have set up. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think one of the important things uh, that has come out in, in the last year is is the value of real news. Um, you know, you hear hear the president talk about fake news all the time. Well, um, one of my biggest worries is is as our daily newspapers continue to face hardships, um, this type of reporting is really valuable to so our communities can understand. Um, what is happening and and there's a level of accountability whether it's to public officials or to public companies uh that this country was founded upon that that we need to keep um happening um and and so again that's one of the things i point back to is um we're really just helping people understand how amazon operates and that when they uh are given a tax abatement or a five million dollar incentive, um, you know what are they giving back to that community? What are the jobs or the wage guarantees? Um, because they are disrupting, uh, and, and disruption is a great thing, but um, you know we can't we can't give up the farm blindly, um, as one mayor put it this morning.
0: Craig Douglas was the guy who had to execute the plan. He worked with 39 other local newsrooms around the country, just like the Wichita Business Journal. I asked him when the Amazon effect really came into focus for him.
1: Probably sometime around midsummer, summer uh, you know, four months ago, three, four months ago, we really realized we were um, wading into uncharted waters in the sense that we were starting to identify uh, subsidies, abatements, tax incentives, you name it, that had never been reported. Uh, and uh, or if they had been referenced, maybe, and uh, in, in passing by other media outlets, no one had ever done the homework of actually digging in and quantifying these things. And so we started to quickly uh, accumulate a total uh, when we started to add all these things up that was rapidly approaching a billion dollars. Uh, we could see that right from early on that just if, if you know, these first ten are equaling this, then what are the next 50, 60, 70 that we're, we're trying to quantify going to equal out to. So I think that's when we really knew we, we sort of had something um, special to work with here.
0: When you uh, started hearing from the markets and some of the details, uh, what sorts of things were they able to fill in for you? And, and that helped you sort of bring about or, or become aware of a national picture that was going on with Amazon? Mm-hmm.
1: I think the thing that we started to, I think early on we had, uh, it was anecdotal initially, but we had sort of this sense that um, the speed at which Amazon was expanding, that they were um, clearly identifying places they needed to be well in advance of just sort of scoping out properties and that sort of thing, that these were areas that the company felt it needed to be near these population centers. And our hunch was that um even though they needed to be in these places, they were still using um sort of this uh strategy that I referenced earlier of sort of kicking tires and, and dipping toes in the pool to sort of feign uh interest in an area, uh and really in an effort to play different cities and states off of one another, uh, in terms of trying to ring out the maximum amount of incentives and benefits that it could for certain uh developments. And so I think that um we started to see this uh come come to bear through our reporting and in those public records requests that we uh that we made that there were lots of references to things like uh you know uh the applicant company has expressed a need for funding or applicant has expressed that other states and cities are being considered for this property. Uh, it, you know, And all of this was sort of done under the understanding that these cities had to move very fast and be very decisive in what they were going to offer Amazon or else it would look elsewhere. And so we started to, to really see a, a trend develop or a theme develop uh, nationally as we
0: looked at that. Interesting to hear a company like Amazon talking about the need for funding. What what went through your mind when you heard about that?
1: Yeah, uh, well, so we saw that uh, we saw references to that a number of times, and, and it came in, up in interviews, but uh the first time we actually saw it sort of uh formally detailed was in a an application for subsidies in the state of Michigan and it was the second line of the application where it just simply started off. Applicant has stated a need for funding and you know, Amazon's got thirty billion or so in uh cash on hand. So that that struck us as a bit uh of an interesting challenge for them to, to sort of explain why they would need funding if they, they have that much cash on hand. But, you know, these local cities and towns are, many of them are so desperate to revive former uh, industrial spaces or bring back jobs that were lost uh, as other manufacturers have left that they're really willing to overlook all of that stuff. Uh, you know, the fact that Amazon has so much cash on hand, uh, they're really, really willing to overlook all of that in, in an effort to just Bring some jobs to their communities.
0: You were kind of the overall lead on this big project. Uh, you had to, I assume, at some point, go to Amazon and say, "Okay, this is what we have. What's your reaction?" So, what was their reaction when you contacted Amazon?
1: So we we had reached out to them multiple times throughout this um, sort of uh, incrementally uh, explaining to them what we were working on, and, and a lot of it was. Um, you know if if I think back five six months ago we really didn't quite know what we would have uh, as this project was was moving forward, but as it became clear what we had uh in terms of the subsidy numbers and we were identifying f- facilities all over the country and square footage that sort of thing um we we gave them multiple opportunities to sort of confirm this information to comment on it and it was a, a little bit of a game of cat and mouse, I'd say, in the sense that they were showing an interest that they would like to uh, help us, you know, make sure our information is correct. But then towards the end, um, we didn't have much luck in, in really pinning down any specifics for any of the research that we'd done. And, um, you know, they've been kind of mum otherwise. They they wanted us to emphasize the fact that um, they have created lots of jobs and they do employ 380,000 people. Uh, worldwide, and and you know that's uh, a great benefit to a lot of these communities, and that they've made a lot of capital investments along the way as well. I mean, that was really their priority um, coming into the home stretch that they wanted to at least have uh, us express those uh, you know those investments uh, along the way.
0: Managing Editor Bill Wilson was in charge of executing the Wichita Business Journal as part of the project. We realized quickly that while Metro Kansas City was getting some Amazon attention, Wichita was not.
3: We're all dressed up. We'd love to have Amazon come in and look at uh, building space or land, but they have shown to date no interest whatsoever in Wichita. And officials here believe the reason is our proximity to Kansas City, where Amazon has a very significant presence. Now, in terms of Wichita, we have some building space that's suitable in terms of square footage. Amazon likes you know half a million square feet, quarter of a million square feet, things like that. But And we have a lot of land that is logistically positioned for Amazon. But uh, we're not on their radar as far as Wichita officials know.
0: You've talked to a couple of local officials about Amazon. What do they say that uh, they would either like to see or... Or do they have an opinion on Amazon at this point?
3: Well, they'd love to have Amazon in Wichita, but they realize that the fundamental thing we lack is a workforce. A lot of Wichita companies already are having trouble filling the open jobs they have. And the the sentiment here is that we're probably going to have to get to a million metro population before we ever get on Amazon's radar for any project.
0: That's especially true. There's a lot of talk these days about... Uh, their second headquarters around the country, were basically just out of the running at the very beginning on that, right? Right,
3: right, because we just don't have the demographics to support
0: it. Right. But there is a presence in in Kansas City. You found out some information about uh, those operations there.
3: Yeah, Amazon has an extensive presence in Kansas City. They have six facilities in Kansas City, Kansas, the Kansas City, Missouri area, Edgerton, Lenexa, uh, New Century, which is southwest of Kansas City and in Shawnee that are all significantly sized facilities ranging from 80,000 square feet to in the neighborhood of uh, almost a million.
0: One of the things we wanted to do is find out about subsidies and really uh, in, in the Kansas City examples that you gave, We really don't know of any subsidies at this point. There may have been some worked out or will be worked out once they get down the road on these projects. But uh, there may have been one that actually did have subsidies.
3: Yeah, there are some facilities that are not open yet. And in the case of the one with the most significant uh, subsidy in uh, Kansas City, Kansas, it appears to be an inheritance of previously existing uh, tax abatements and such that were afforded to the developer. Um, Kimberly Clark had a presence in this building, for example, and they left. So in terms of direct Amazon subsidies, there it's really squishy as to what they, they've received so far. There doesn't seem to be the high dollar job purchasing going on in kansas city that have gone on in some other major metropolitan areas in the united states
0: the headline on your story is all dressed up and zeroed to show but there are some things uh, that are going on up in edgerton i believe it is you talked to an elected official up there about yeah mayor experience. don
3: roberts um Edgerton went aggressively and quickly after these jobs, which kind of fills the, feels the Amazon MO. They want quick answers. They want to get up and running quickly. And what Edgerton got for its money was $11 an hour to $13 an hour jobs, which Mayor Roberts says they're happy to have. But the project moved so quickly that they had no time to consider some of the uh, associated cost with Amazon. And right now, the uh, shipping traffic has caused a significant amount of damage to the roadways around the Amazon facility in Edgerton, which is on 19645 Waverly Road. And they have million dollars, millions of dollars rather, of work in front of them that they don't know how they're going to pay for. So Mayor Robert's parting comment is, know what you're getting into when you get Amazon.
0: And that seems to be the message from our national folks, too, right. is that... And make sure you don't get put under pressure by the folks at Amazon. Make sure you know what you're getting into, or you may be paying for this for a long time. Correct. Anything else that you found out that might be interesting?
3: The Really, the one facility that would be attractive to Amazon that we have up and running right now is the Air Capital Flight Line, although Spirit Aerosystems has taken a good chunk of that. But uh, again, um, the attitude downtown here in Wichita is... If they came to town, we'd love to show them what we have. But right now, we recognize that we don't have enough.
0: The reporting on Amazon and its movement isn't done with this week's stories. Chief Content Officer Weill says we'll continue to watch Amazon, especially as it moves forward looking for a new headquarters. And we'll be looking for more opportunities for this kind of in-depth reporting.
2: You know, bids are due next Thursday. Um, It'll be interesting. I think one of the things I I really want to see is... uh, Will cities be transparent about their bid, and will Amazon be transparent about their bid? Um, So you're seeing, uh, you know, I equate HQ2 um, as basically uh, a city um, bidding for the Olympics, essentially. This is the business of Olympics um, type of economic uh, driver. Uh, We're talking 50,000 jobs uh... and you know up to eight million square feet i mean that that's the size of a a, a good downtown workforce in, in a mid-major u.s. city so um, you know i think it'll be interesting to see what people are willing to offer um, as far as the incentives package. And I think what Amazon has brilliantly done here is they've negotiated so much secretively, and now they're being very public about it because I think they want to have these cities, uh, you know, going against each other so that they can get the best deal for their company. Um, so, again, I don't blame Amazon for what they're doing. They're, they're playing right within the system. Uh, I think the bigger question we have to look at is, is this the right system for, uh, you know, the American business economy? you know, we cover local business, and we do it better than anybody else. Uh, So, I'm interested in doing more projects like this, but, um, you know, Amazon's a -a once-in-a-generation company, uh, and so as we started doing this, it just felt right. Um, We won't force anything. We know our readers, uh, you know, in Wichita, they want Wichita Business News, and sure, they probably want a little bit larger than that, um, you know, but but our bread and butter is, is covering uh, the business community in Wichita. So I think there's some other projects out there that we've noodled on uh, that we think could have an impact. Uh, I certainly think uh, a lot of things around real estate are really interesting right now, especially with it being such a bull market. Um, so, yes, I do think we'll do more. Um, will they have this magnitude of impact and uh, interest uh, to a wider base than our traditional um, you know, clientele? I don't know, uh, but I, I, do, I do see us pulling our forces together uh, where it makes
0: sense. The main story that Craig put together is open to all readers. Subscribers get access to the story from Wichita and to stories from our 39 sister publications around the country. It's all available at wichitabusinessjournal.com.
2: At Equity Bank, stories of
1: growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com slash napkin dash stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest.
0: Well, that's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. It's a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.